What's up, my crab community? Happy Monday. I am so sorry that there wasn't an episode on Friday. I am personally really proud of the fact that I had gotten into this like swing, this continuous momentum of a Monday, Friday, bang, bang, start of the week episode, end of the week episode. And then this past Friday, shit just, you know, shit beyond my control just went down. I will briefly explain, not that I have to, but just to prove to myself and to you a little bit that I am not a lazy piece of shit and I didn't record just because I didn't want to. That was not the case. Here's what happened. My husband's car experienced unprecedented uh, trouble. I am not a mechanic. I don't know car lingo that well. He has a turbo engine in his Subaru. The turbo portion of the car started to fuck up and then he obviously panicked And then he was like, can you drive me to the auto shop? And then we did. And then we were so like wrapped up in our plans to get the car solved, the car issue solved, that we forgot that Minnesota had a snowstorm warning. So we drove to the mechanic, which he goes to this like really specialized shop, like the best boys in town. He doesn't go to some like willy nilly round the block place. He goes to like the special, the special place. And uh, that's not a short drive. So we drove all the way there and then parked the car at the shop. It starts snowing like a fucking blizzard. And we were like, okay, it's pretty unsafe to drive or even get an Uber back to our house. Let's just stay in this part of town. Let's get like a really cheap motel room for the night. Wait for this snowstorm to blow over and then go back. So basically, snowstorm plus car issues equals stranded in a part of town where I didn't have my microphone, recording equipment, all that sh- all, blah, 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 all that fucking shit equals no episode. I'm very sorry. But let's just jump into the episode beginning with cancer call out. I want to call out a very humble pantry item that costs like five fucking dollars and it has officially become my everything. My everything in terms of self-care, shampoo, cleanser, mouthwash. It is apple cider vinegar. I have to say, I'm, I've been watching a lot of like nutrition, health-based YouTube channels recently, specifically Abby Sharp. So Google her or YouTube her if you want to get the deets, get the info. Abby Sharp usually like myth busts, really like trendy health foods like celery juice or apple cider vinegar shots or lemon water, right? There's So she's kind of debunked the theory that apple cider vinegar will like change your life and dramatically enhance your health from the inside out. I don't, I actually that's not true. There was a brief period of my life where I took daily apple cider vinegar shots. Did I notice a difference? Not really. Like Some say it helps with digestion, skin issues, uh, weight loss, like whatever. I don't fucking know. But there is external health ways, not internal, but external ways that I've been using apple cider vinegar. And I can sit here telling you that I've tried this for myself and it works for me. No guarantees it'll work for you, but here's what I've been doing. I have a little bit of a gross... um, hair secret to tell you. I wash my hair probably once every two months. Not two weeks, two months. 
I full on wash my hair with the shampoo, the conditioner, the, the scalp scrub to remove buildup and residue. I do that about once every two months. And humble brag moment, I have really nice hair. I'm sorry. Like, I don't see anything wrong with complimenting yourself every now and then. Maybe we should do do it more often instead of looking in the mirror being like, oh my God, I hate my stomach. I hate my skin. I hate my arms. Maybe say like, actually, but I really like my eyes. I have long eyelashes or I have really, you know, strong calves or whatever the fuck you want to compliment about yourself. I'm sitting here complimenting my hair. I know that I have good genetically blessed hair. It's long. It's healthy. My hair rebounds really quickly. So even if I do damage it with bleach or hair dye or whatever, my hair can bounce back once I start using like healthy products again. So my hair looks nice most of the time. So I can get away with like the no shampoo for two months kind of thing. The reason I wash my hair so infrequently is because I hate the way my hair feels after I shampoo it. It feels really, there's a difference between your hair feeling light and your hair feeling like almost like there's nothing there. Like I'll run my fingers through my hair and it'll feel like there's no volume, there's no body, there's no texture, there's no touch. It's just like running your hair through like pieces of pieces of hay, just like dry, brittle, fragile. And I was like, okay, and listen, I've used hundreds of shampoos in my life. I've used drugstore. I've used like customizable shampoos where the brand like builds your own unique recipe and then your your name is on the shampoo bottle and you can pick the color of the shampoo liquid and it feels very personalized. I've tried every budget arena of shampoo on the market, right? I'm fucking like nearly 30 years old. That's 30 years of shampoo purchases and I've I hate the way my hair feels after every single one of them. So here I was thinking like, that's just normal. That's just how my hair feels after shampoo and there's nothing I can do about it and it's never going to change. One of, you know, just the other day I was like, hmm, okay, maybe I'll try something dramatically different. I've been hearing about the apple cider vinegar rinse for years, right? I've heard about like this underground beauty secret been buzzing around like beauty forums. And um, there's even a hair care brand called DP Hue. I think uh, the founder is Justin Anderson. He's friends with, um, oh my God, Kristen Cavallari. So he's like kind of famous. He has a product called the apple cider vinegar rinse. Basically, It's literally two ingredients. It's apple cider vinegar diluted in water because you don't want to put ACV directly on your scalp because it may burn with all that acidity, possibly if you have a, you know, delicate or fragile scalp. That didn't happen to me, but just be on the safe side. So the other day was the first time I tried the apple cider vinegar rinse. No shampoo, um, no fancy schmancy products, literally just ACV and water. And I rinsed that out, waited for my hair to dry, and I loved the results. My hair felt like my natural hair, the hair that I'm used to, the hair that I like, texture, um, just like appearance. The, The way I run my fingers through my hair, I was like, okay, there's hair here. I feel the weight, the heaviness, the texture, the body. I feel 
you know, that that oomph that I want my hair to have versus before with shampoo, I felt like my hair was like, there, there's hair that's like, oomph, and then there's hair that's like, ooh, 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 I'm just a withering hair strand blowing in the wind. Um, I like my hair feeling like, boom, kapow, boom, kapow. <laughs> the music, mu- musical shampoo, everybody. Apple cider vinegar did that for me. And I also use apple cider vinegar as a very quick mouthwash because all that acidity actually is antibacterial and will kill germs in your mouth. Of course, you could also use like traditional mouthwash, totally fine. Um, but if you're trying to avoid alcohol, a lot of like Listerine mouthwashes have alcohol, which can really burn the inside of your mouth, especially if you have like canker sores. Oh my God, I am so prone to canker sores. It's ridiculous. And the alcohol in Listerine will burn, not in a good way, versus there's no alcohol in ACV. So I'll rinse my mouth out with that. And then literally I'll switch it around for 30 seconds, spit it out, and it's immediate. The canker sore isn't gone, but it's less bumpy, less painful, and less red. So if you do experience canker sores, ACV mouthwash is your new best friend. All right, that's the cancer call out. Get yourself some ACV. Before we jump into power and pressure, I want to, you know, call attention to something that is very special. On the day of this episode release, Monday, January 17th, It's the first full moon of 2022. You may or may not know this, but every month there is one full moon and one full moon only. So it's a very special time of the month. And considering this is like the first full moon of 2022, it just has that much more meaning. And obviously people of all horoscopes and astrology beliefs can relate to a full moon, right? The moon impacts all of us, Um, but Cancer is like considering this is our ruling planet, we have that like extra layer of connection to the moon and it really symbolizes what's going on in our life. So January 17 is the first full moon of 2022 and little known secret, every full moon has a nickname that I believe originated from Native Americans. So when Native Americans started looking at the stars to tell like what month it is, what time of day it is, because they didn't have fucking calendars back then, right? The full moon was like how they um, almost recognize the start of a, of a new month. They look up in the sky, they say, oh, another full moon. Okay, that means this much time approximately has passed. So Native Americans gave nicknames to every full moon. January's full moon is called the wolf moon. Wolf, 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 wolf. And each moon also stands for and symbolizes its own unique power. So the wolf moon stands for inner power, assessing your life path, your personal journey, your goals, deepening protection, which you can read this any number of ways. When I look, when I hear deepening protection, to me, that represents personal boundaries. I'm going to protect myself from people who give me bad energy. I'm going to protect my friends from bad people in their life. Maybe a bad boyfriend, maybe a guy who's fucking around with them, which actually 
will come into play later. I have a story about that. When I hear deepening protection, I think about self-protection, which really just means setting your own boundaries, your restrictions, your limitations, and not allowing people or situations, circumstances to break or push past those boundaries. They're solid. They're in place for a reason. And I'm not going to take no shit from anybody trying to break past them. And the wolf moon also stands for quietness, peacefulness, but almost in like a strong, silent way. You ever meet someone and they just exude quiet confidence like someone walks into a room and they almost almost like demand attention without saying anything without just nothing they just walk in and they have this power to them that's it's almost like their aura is radiating their energy is so intoxicating that you're like whoa that is uh that is a person (laughs) that is a person okay they did nothing to request or demand this attention but they've got it going on. So the full moon in January also stands for quiet confidence, which I think is really great. Okay, moving on to our power of the week, Cancers. It's quiet confidence. (laughs) Sorry to uh, sound repetitive, but because we are so attached to the moon and the phases of the moon impact us so directly the fact that the wolf moon is gonna be in the sky tonight and the wolf moon stands for quiet confidence that is our power right now and I have a little story to tell you um when I read that the wolf moon symbolizes quiet confidence I almost shit my pants because years ago at least like two years ago now pre-COVID, you know, BC, before COVID, um, I was out at the bar with my friend in Portland, Oregon. And after a few drinks, you know, we're like being super chatty and like falling in love with each other. Like, you know, you know, you know those nights where, you, where you're like that perfect level of buzz with your friends and you just can't stop complimenting each other. It's like you're fangirling over each other and like dating each other. You know, you're like, oh my God, you're so funny. Like you deserve the best guy ever. Like, oh my God. I like, Yeah, we were having one of those nights. And my friend said to me, she's like, you know what, Sophie, you know what I really like about you? You have quiet confidence. I just feel very like safe around you. I get the sense that you have a handle on your emotions and I just, you, you, you feel, I, you have this like nurturing, hello, you know, one of Cancer's keywords. we are very, very nurturing souls. Um, with your quiet confidence, I just feel like you have your shit together. Even if you don't, that's the, the vibe that I get from you. Like you're in control of yourself. You have a handle on your job, on your husband, on your friends, on your money, on your business. I like that is the best compliment I've ever received in my life. I'm actually even thinking about getting the words quiet confidence tattooed on me because like, yes, I've heard compliments before in my life, you know, from my husband and my mom and my sister. Yes, but I honest to God, I don't remember any one of them. The only compliment I remember to this day is that I have quiet confidence And yeah, that's the best compliment I've ever heard and I'm considering getting it tattooed on me. So our power right now, Cancers, especially because a full moon is in the sky tonight, I really want you to exude quiet confidence in public, 
because because look, if there's one thing I hate about just humans in general is that we can just sometimes fucking talk too much and like, listen, here I am, blah, blah, blahing on a podcast with no guest speaker. It's like just me. This is how I get out my built up words and thoughts and emotions. But I do this like in private behind closed doors of my home and behind a microphone. When I when I step out into public cancers, like I'm very quiet unless I'm not the kind of person who just gives up information until I'm asked. So if someone doesn't know me, they might say like, she's very quiet. She's very reserved. She's very shy. I am none of those things. I am not shy at all. In fact, I'm an open book, but I'm literally just waiting for you to ask and then you shall receive. I'm not going to like just offer up information about myself, like my hobbies, because I feel like that's... um what's the word, like self-indulgent or self-absorbed, just be like, oh, well, I love hiking or I love to play basketball. It's like, bitch, like, did I ask you what you like to do? If I didn't, then I don't care and you shouldn't tell me. That's my train. That's my way of thinking. That's my uh, train of thought. Unless you ask what my hobbies are or what I do for work or what I do for fun, I'm not going to tell you. And I think that's part of quiet confidence. I will give you everything you want to know. You just have to have the balls or the courage or the interest to even ask me. So power right now, full moon cancers, practice quiet confidence out in public. But when you are in your safe, you know, your safe space, your comfort zone, probably at home, I want you to actually be extremely vocal, especially tonight, the night of Monday, January 17th. I want you to be incredibly vocal, literally talk out loud the same way I'm talking out loud in a microphone at home alone. Sorry to break the fourth wall, but that's just what's going on. I want you to speak your truths, speak your goals, speak your honest opinions about what you want this full moon to do for you or how you're going to manifest the power of the full moon moving forward. Like I said, this full moon is all about your inner power. So it's time to think about what you fucking want out of this life and speak it into existence. I try to, I don't manifest all the fucking time. I really wish I did more because I've experienced firsthand that it does work. And I cannot think of a more appropriate occasion than the first month of the year, the first full moon of the year, and hello, we're cancers, so we're tied to the moon and it's a, a and it's a full moon that literally stands for inner power. So right now, tonight, literally tonight, I want you to sit in your bedroom or any room of your house, even in your car. Like if you have a roommate or a partner who you live with and you're like, oh my God, I don't want to talk out loud with them in the next room. I don't want them to hear me because this is like a very personal thing. I totally get it. Sometimes I just go out to the fuck. Sometimes I'll just like literally sit in the car or I'll drive in circles around my block just to have a a moment alone. So go to your car, you know what I mean? Sit outside in your yard if it's not too cold. Find that like one place where you can be entirely alone, where your kids aren't, you know, mommy, mommy, or your dog isn't looking for you, or your husband is like playing video games in the next room. Just like get entirely alone and sit in that room and be like, okay, I see you full moon. You are in my sky tonight. I want this for myself. I want this from the year. I want this from you full moon because we all know that the full moon possesses its own like mystical magical powers. It's actually a known fact that people, not just cancers, but people in general don't sleep very well when there's a full moon in the sky. 
And I have experienced this many times in my life. I take my sleep very fucking seriously. I need a minimum, minimum of like nine hours. Actually, I was hanging out with my friend the other day and she randomly asked like, hey, what time do you go to bed? And I was like, I'm usually in bed by 9.30. I'm usually asleep by 10. And then she's like, oh, well, then what time do you get up? And I'm like, eight. She's like, whoa, you fucking sleep a long time. Uh, Yeah, I do sleep a long time. Getting 12 hours of sleep is very normal for me. Um, So I take my sleep very seriously. What the fuck was I talking about? Sleep? Oh, yeah, full moon. Um, So when something disrupts my sleep, whether it's my husband snoring or we get a new mattress or a new blanket and the texture feels weird... But also, if there's a full moon in the sky, I don't sleep. And I'll actually Google, like, was there a full moon tonight? And nine times out of ten, there was. And that explains why I didn't sleep very well. And it's because the full moon possesses such awakening, vibrant, intoxicating, energizing power. Like power and light and force and energy just radiates from the full moon. And we can feel that on like a cellular nervous system level. We can feel that fire from the full moon. And that may lead to a very restless tossing and turning. You may not even feel tired. Like you ever wake up at like 3 a.m. sometimes and you're laying in bed and you're like, wow, I'm like not fucking tired. And it's three o'clock in the morning. Like I could totally go for a walk right now. I could totally just get out of bed and look at my emails right now. I usually feel that on a full moon, which just... It's proof that the full moon is so magnetic and you can feel its power. So if you don't sleep well at night, Cancers, um, there's your explanation. It's the fucking full moon. All right. Last piece of today's episode, we have to get into our pressure. And, you know, I just talked about sitting in your living room by yourself and talking your goals into existence, literally talking out loud. Um, And all this is... um, a style of communication, right? Talking out loud, talking to yourself, speaking your truth. That's a form of um, communication, right? And most days, cancers have um, a more subdued form of communication. We tend to avoid confrontation. We tend to avoid just hitting the nail on the head. Have you ever seen a crab walk? I promise this is relevant. Have you ever seen, have you ever been at the, at the blah, 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 blah. have you ever been at the beach and you've seen a crab walk? You'll notice that a crab doesn't walk front to back like humans do, like dogs do, like cats do. Hum- crabs don't walk forwards, backwards. They actually walk left to right. They scuffle, they shuffle from side to side. And that form of body movement found in crabs actually represents the way that cancers communicate. We tend to, like I said, avoid confrontation. We avoid direct, harsh, just just really nailing, nailing our point. Like we tend to avoid that. We tend to shuffle around, dance around the subject, beat around the bush. We try to maintain an element of like politeness and kindness, which isn't a flaw. It's definitely not a flaw. There are hundreds of ways to communicate and that just tends to be our go-to. But because it's the full moon and our communication style is changing a little bit, it's a little bit more forceful, a little bit more direct, a little bit more intentional. Right now, this week, we don't really have time for non-confrontational bullshit. We would just so much rather sit down with ourselves and our loved ones and just be like, listen, bitch, 
I've I've avoided being so direct in the past, but I'm going to tell you um, your job fucking sucks and it's clearly making you fucking depressed. And all you do is communicate about or all you do is complain about your boss and your shitty coworkers. And like, I need you to stop. Like, I need you to stop fucking complaining about the same situation again and again and again. And instead, I need you to actually take the steps to change this situation for yourself so that you stop complaining and you stop bugging me with your negative Nancy attitude. That is not typically how cancers communicate, but because full moon changing or is having a direct impact on our communication styles, don't be surprised this week, cancers, if you find yourself being like, not rude, not snippy or bitchy, but just being like, hey, hey, I've I've been keeping this to myself to avoid hurting your feelings. But here's what I honestly think about this situation. So don't be surprised if you're just a little bit more direct and I don't know, is that considered rude? Brutally honest? It depends. Is it bitchy? It depends on who you ask. But I realized that I, like even before the full moon, literally yesterday, so Sunday the 16th, I had a friend over for drinks and she was talking about she asked me, like, almost out of the blue, she was like, hey, Sophie, like, do you ever feel like you want more out of life? Do you ever feel that your life is really boring or dull and you just want either, like, love or a new job or you want to just, like, move to a different city? I was like, of course I felt that. I think every single person alive has felt that way at least once. Like, we can't expect our lives to be entertaining and fun all day, every day. Sometimes life is fucking boring. And of course, sometimes you think like, I wish I had more. I wish I had more friends. I wish I had more money. I wish I had more clothes or makeup or whatever it is, right? So she asked me and and then she told me, she's like, I personally want more out of life. And I was like, how do you define more? Because that's very vague. And she's like, specifically, I want a boyfriend. I want a man to love me, care about me, bring me soup when I'm sick, text me good morning, I want that intimacy, both physical and emotional. And I said, okay, there's nothing wrong with wanting companionship, love, intimacy. Like, yes, there are joys that come with being single, absolutely. But there's nothing wrong with wanting love and wanting to share your life with someone. Absolutely not. And I told her, I was like, listen, listen, girl. Okay, like now that you've voiced this to me, I feel like I have the right to you know, be a little bit honest here. Like you brought up the conversation, right? Like you have opened the door to this discussion. So here I go. And and I noticed myself saying things that I have never said to her in the past. I've been listening to this friend's boy trouble and her failed relationships. And there's a recurring pattern here. And I've told her this in a roundabout crab-like way, like dancing, like dancing around the fact that she has this um, pattern with men where she'll constantly pick men with very upfront issues like, oh, I've had three DUIs in the past year. Hmm, maybe that means you have like a drinking problem. Maybe that means you like aren't very responsible getting in the car, like And then dudes with like obvious commitment issues, dudes that will tell her to her face or through text message, they will say like, 
I don't want a relationship. I want sex. I want fun. I want no strings attached. And she'll be like, okay, I hear what you're saying, but it just goes out the other ear because the next day she'll be like, Sophie, you know, Sam won't commit to me. And I'll be like, um, I know that because he told you he wouldn't like a week ago. So why are you expecting him to do the opposite of what he said he would do? Right. So we're hanging out in my house yesterday. We're drinking white Russians. We're pretty drunk, but like not in a sloppy way, just in a fun we're really bonding here type of way. And I told her I felt like that full moon direct communication energy come through me. And I was like, girl, you just told me that you want love in your life. You just told me that you want a serious, committed partner. So what the fuck are you doing with these guys who tell you that they are non-committal or have these serious issues where they're like, fucking getting DUIs and like fucking like passing out wasted at the bar like um does that sound like husband serious partner material no so what the fuck are you doing and I literally asked her this I was like Amy you're being fucking stupid with your choices in men and listen I'm not a fucking therapist I can't tell you how to break these patterns but you can't come crying to me that you're like single and you're looking for love when you're looking in all the wrong places. And you know you are. You know that nothing good will come of trying to, like, change these men, right? Um, Change has to come from the inside. It cannot come from external influences. So you will never change a guy unless he wants to change himself. And you know this. So you're just being fucking stupid and you're wasting your own fucking time, like, trying to pretend that you have these powers to change a man and trick a man into falling in love with you. That will never happen. You will never convince someone to love you. They just have to love you on their own time and in their own way. And you can't demand love. You can't request love. You can't expect love to come from a blowjob or sex or anything. You can't, you can't do that. So I was like, stop being fucking stupid. Stop wasting your time and figure out like she's in therapy. My friend is actively in therapy. So I told her, like, tell your therapist, I want the tools to break this pattern of convincing myself that I can convince men to love me. Like maybe if I am sexy enough, then they'll fall in love with me. Maybe if I wear like this really nice, sexy little black dress with heels and lingerie and they see me in this outfit, then they'll love me. Or, oh my God, maybe like I'll hang out with their dog and they'll see what a nice relationship I have with their dog. And then they'll realize like, oh, wow, oh my God, like your marriage material never gonna happen, dear friend. And I told her this and I almost like, covered my mouth with my hand like oh like oh uh fuck I really just said that and I really hope my friend isn't mad at me for kind of being a little bit mean but just like also being honest and telling her what she kind of needs to hear it's not what she wants to hear it's what she needs to hear and sometimes that's 10 times more helpful so I felt that wave of like really intense direct communication probably coming from the full moon that is coming the following day today um I felt that. So if I, if anything, our pressure right now, cancers, is just doing that little bit, little bit of a dance, that little bit of a switch between like, you know, like your friends may look at you and be like, whoa, like you've never said that to me before or you've never spoken to me in that tone before. And you're like, well, yeah, bitch. I mean, 
you know, blame it on the full moon, right? If you if your friend is like, hey, like, why are you being fucking mean? Be like, I'm not. I'm just like, blame it on the full moon. Or like if your friend says like, wow, that's a really bitchy thing to say. Be like, listen, I'm just blaming it on the full moon, but it's kind of what you needed to hear. So suck it up, buttercup, um, tough titties. It's just the full moon. Blame it on the full moon, right? All right, that's it from me, Cancers. You can follow me on Instagram at Sophie Radvan. You can follow the show at Cancer Culture Pod. I would love it if you left a positive review for the show on iTunes. And that's it. We'll talk on Friday, Cancers. Have a great week. Bye.